0: Happy New Year year 2022 going to be a great year for you it really is hey we're still in our boot camp series but we're on to the word descry and descry is all about Joshua now now Joshua saw Jericho was shut up tightly but the Lord said see I've given you Jericho and that's what descry is all about to see by looking carefully to discern you know Proverbs chapter 29 18 in the message it says if people can't see what God is doing they stumble all over themselves but when they attend to what he reveals they are most blessed so we want you to see by faith we want you to have ears to hear and eyes to see and the capacity of your life to be stretched to receive all the wonderful promises of god so come on i'm eager to get into this word wowzers i'm gonna go by this really 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 quick because i feel like we've been just really blessed already have you not i mean that was amazing and uh uh just before we do anything else i just got to warm my hands for a second. I, I warmed that seat for you right there, amen? Yeah. I feel sorry for all the skinny people here today, amen? <laughs> all right, praise Jesus. How are you making out? Are you doing good? You doing all right? All right, we're back on boot camp. <laughs> wow, I was going to keep that on, just to stay warm. But <laughs> at least my lips are warm, right? Amen. Whew, Shoot ta da ba Wow, we're blessed. That was good. Cheryl, that was awesome. Pastor Zach, that was something real good. So I just quickly want to go through one little thing, and I'm going to try to do this quickly. Why don't you stand up with me just for a second? Thank you, Father. Well, Father, we thank you for 2022. We're we're grateful for 2021. I know Cheryl had a lot of difficult times in it, and I was with her, and I noticed that. But, Father, we thank you that we can say, you know, that's behind me. I I love that I can make transitions. And like we talked about declutter at the beginning, we can just start over right now. We can declutter. There's stuff that is not coming with me into 2022. I'm, I'm moving physically, spiritually, emotionally. In every realm, I'm moving to a new address, to 2022. And there's stuff in 2021. I'm just not bringing it with me. And, and I actually forgive myself for anything that I think was weird. And I thank you, Father, that you forgive me. And I am forgiven. So I'm just going to go, and I'm just going to wipe that out. 2022, it's brand new. We just rejoice at this wonderful opportunity to experience your praise and your glory. So, Father, thank you for new beginnings. Thank you for this wonderful new year. We bless you. We honor you in it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I did that just so you feel like you moved around a little bit. Amen. All right, so preparing to possess the promise, preparing to possess the promise. All right, here's the top. I I researched this, went to several sites, didn't just Google one site, but a bunch of sites. And and these are the most uh, used, uh, what do you call those? That's right. I don't know how to revel, revel, resolutions. These are the number one, number one, number one used resolution is exercise more. Now, how many actually had that somewhere in your list? I don't even believe in resolutions. Anyways, because I'm not a failure and I failed so many thought resolutions, so I refuse to ever do it again. So, right, but, but a lot of people exercise more. I know Cheryl, she sent me a picture of a, a little home gym and I don't know why, but anyway, she sent me a picture of one. I think there's something in that. Here's another one, lose weight. Amen. Lose weight. Uh, Get organized. Wowzers! These all really, really apply to me. And uh, learn a new skill or (laughs) hobby. I actually have decided I'm going to learn how to how to uh, empty the dishwasher this year. Wow! See, I hate (laughs) load, load. Well, let's let's start start simple, and (laughs) let's not aim too high. Wowzers I I want you to know that uh, I went out this morning my son picked me up so I saw that the car was covered with snow so I went out and I cleaned all the snow off and scraped off the ice that was ready for you honey I've never done that before but 2022 you know is a new year amen so give it up for me wow that was really awful okay Uh, live life to the fullest save more money or spend less money, quit smoking, spend more time with family and friends. Those are those are the top. Those are the top ones. So uh, these were actually in the Boston newspaper. So I resolved to stop feeding the office plant leftover coffee. I will use water instead. (laughs) And I'm sorry, George, I have put coffee on your plant. So I confessed it to Cheryl and that one that's not looking good, that could be why here's the thing. I resolve to cover my friend's lawn with pink flamingos on his birthday See they don't have to be complicated resolutions you can make simple ones I thought that was a good one I resolved to become the old crone that my body says that I am and stop trying to look like Barbie due to our culture. I Resolved to become as wonderful a person as my dog thinks I am How many think dogs are amazing? You know, I did an experiment once, and I just wanted to see how amazing dogs were, so I, I took our dog, Bo, and I, I locked him in the trunk, and uh, you know, I waited for a little bit, then I opened it, and all he did was bark and lick me, and he was so happy to see me, and I said, that's me." So I put Cheryl in the trunk and uh, left it for a while, and uh, yeah, she wasn't as happy, so. Uh, but dogs are amazing, because, you know, you could just go to Max Milk for a minute and then come back, and it's like you've been gone forever. <laughs> It's like you feel so special with a dog, and and sometimes I feel broken that you know he has that kind of respect for me. You know, we have Dylan's girlfriend's dog gets dropped off, so we have a little dog that we get to visit. And I' trying to make sure Cheryl gets her dog fixed with that, but it's only provoked her more and more to get a dog. So it's a little bit annoying, but dogs are awesome. All right. Are there things we can do now to prepare us for what's next? So we're on a journey. This is actually the ninth sermon in this series of preparing to possess something wonderful. And we really are. We're believing in January. We're going to start you know, breaking ground and putting in the plumbing and start the duct work and do all the things and get ready down at 1,200. Commissioners! So, I tell you, I'm I'm looking forward to when I can start showing you pictures of what's happening, and our hope and our belief is that on May 1st, we can actually open the doors, and, and just what happened in here today was so special. Was it not? Like. It was special for us, but it was was so significant for us to engage and God with us to engage his purpose and declare things and really change situations and circumstance in the present time to cause a greater expression of heaven to invade. That was a big deal. And there's a lot more people that want to do that. And I'm so excited about having a much bigger barn to just express that and just... That's happening. And that's happening this year. That's happening. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you really see it? Because I'm telling you, it's going to be something good. So, so are there things we can do now to prepare for that? So we're, we're stepping into something fresh, something new. And so we've been talking about a, a bunch of things, just preparing our hearts and positioning ourselves for some good stuff. So we did it all with D words. So this time I had to find a new D word. And the word for today is discry. Discry. How many have used that this week in a sentence? It really is a word. It really is a word. And I found this word because I love you. All right. Let me define it now. It's not my definition. I'm not making up words. But this was really in the dictionary. All right. So describe means to see you by looking carefully. Or to see, not you, but to see by looking carefully. To see by looking carefully. Not just to see, but to see by looking carefully and to discern. And see, this is a big deal. Last week we were talking about the wise men and and there was a lot of fog, a lot of noise around the birth of Christ. And even those who knew prophetically, even those who were scholars and knew where Jesus would be born, even those who were the pastors, the teachers and the the seminarians and the professors in, in all the wonderful biblical schools, all of them knew by revelation in the scripture where it would go down, but none of them were there because they were caught up in the fog and the nonsense and the noise of their day. And we don't want to be that. There's a lot of noise today. There's a lot of noise in your world. A lot of people, really wonderful believers, are missing out on God's very best because they're stuck in the noise and the fog of our culture. And so we want to be those. Only a few people made it to the birth of Christ, even though it was announced with signs and wonders and angels and revelation and biblical declarations. With all of that, only a few people actually participated in an eternal global shift that took place at the incarnation God's doing something right now and we got to be able to hear and we've got to be able to see are you hearing are you seeing what God is doing today so as we possess the promises to possess the promises we have to make use of eyes that see and ears that hear can I get an amen Joshua 5, we finished up there with our, our series. We saw the man who showed up with the sword, and Joshua got a revelation of someone there, and he said, Hey, are you for us or against? Us? He said, I'm not on anybody's side. I came to take over. He said, No, I'm not on anyone's side, but I am the commander of the armies of heaven. It was a manifestation, a, a pre-incarnate demonstration of Jesus himself and Jesus came to take over. It wasn't an angel. Why? Because an angel would never receive worship and an angel would never say, I am the Lord. It was Jesus, a manifestation and an encounter with the living God. He said, I've come now. And Joshua fell on his face. An angel would never receive worship. He fell on his face and he worshiped and he said to him. So then we go to Joshua chapter six. So here we are. Joshua chapter six, one and two. Now, Jericho was securely shot up. Jericho, I mean, God positioned them to cross over right in front of the biggest, meanest, nastiest stronghold in the whole process of taking the promise of God. So you might have a promise that is before you, but between you and that promise is one big, massive obstacle, and it is securely shot up. It seems like For me to possess the promise, it seems secure, it seems shut up, it seems like the obstacle is way too big. I can't see the blessing of God, all I can see is Jericho, all I can see is this massive obstacle. And see, you might need a breakthrough in the realm of healing, in the realm of finances. And see, there's promises in the word of God that are yours. And, and so you gotta believe that they're yours, but sometimes we see with our eyes instead of seeing with our spirit. Seeing with our eyes in the natural instead of seeing with our spirit in the, the supernatural divine realm. And so we gotta be able to see through the eyes that God has given us eyes to see, ears to hear are from the Lord. And the Lord has blessed you with a capacity to see past Jericho, to see past those obstacles, and by faith to appropriate every blessing that he's given you. Can I get an amen? Amen. This is all true stuff. So he said, it's shut up before them, and because it's shut up because the people of Israel, none went out, none came in, and the Lord said to Joshua, see! Pastor, why did you shout? Because there's an exclamation mark in the text. See! I mean, the Lord is saying, Joshua, see, Joshua, see. What I want you to see when you look at Jericho, I want you to see that I've given it to you, its king and all its mighty men, that that is not an obstacle to you, but that is something I've given to you. That is a done deal. I want you to see it done. Like now, 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 right now, I want you to see it done. Now faith is Not just faith is, but now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. So faith lives in the unseen realm. And we want to walk in this new year in faith. We don't want to walk by sight. We don't want to be robbed of the promises of God because we're so dumbed down by what we feel, what we see, what's going on in our lives. And we we don't even exercise faith because we're, we're just paralyzed by what's in front of us. We're going to step into stuff you could never believe. We're going to step into things that were what shocking, shocking things. I want you to prepare in 2022 to have your mind blown constantly. That's what I want. I don't want you to be dumbed down by what's going on in the world. I don't want you to be intoxicated by what's happening in the news. I want you to have eyes that are fixed in the unseen realm and pulling into manifestation the supernatural purposes of God. If you don't like what's going on, change it. Open your mouth and prophesy over it and command it to shift in the name of Jesus. If you can't see it, you can't call it into manifestation. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. It doesn't say unless you're born again, you can't enter the kingdom. It says unless you're born again, you can't see the kingdom. You see, but when you're born again, new creation, child of God, eyes to see and ears to hear are from the Lord. They're not from a course or a survey or a study. They're from the Lord. It is innate. Say innate. Innate means it's in you. It's already there. God has already equipped you to see and to hear. All you got to do is say yes and do it. Do it. You see, it says who's going to see God? The pure in heart see God. Well, how do you get a pure heart? You're born again. How do you get a pure heart? It's a gift from God. When is a gift not a gift? When you try to earn it. See, the pure in heart, see God, do you have a pure heart? I absolutely do. Yeah, I've been given a new heart, a recreated heart. God took my heart, gave me a new heart, a bread, new inner man, where he could place his spirit. And He would never unite his spirit with something that was corrupt. So I am a new man. I am pure. I am absolutely holy. I am a living container of the very presence of God himself not because I did anything, not because I got myself all cleaned up, but because he miraculously cleaned me up. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm not a new creature in my behavior. I'm not a new creature in my struggles to believe. I'm not a new creature in in finally getting the right approval. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. That's it, that's it, that's it. All right, sorry, I was gonna be quick. All right, Proverbs twenty twelve 12, the hearing ear, the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. They come from the Lord. John 5, 19, Jesus answered, he said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, the son of man could do nothing of himself but what he sees the father doing. For whatever he does, the son does in like manner. See, that's a principle. As he is, so are we in this world. It's a principle of being the anointed sons and daughters of God is that we see what he's doing and we do what he's doing and we have eyes to see and ears to hear and we do that. The sad thing, is there's a lot of believers that they're living with these eyes and these ears rather than their spiritual ears and ephesians paul prays that the eyes of your spirit your inner man would be flooded with light so that you could gain revelation and knowledge of who you really are because to possess the fullness of the promises of god you've got to see and hear. but here's the wonderful good news seeing and hearing are gifts from god himself they're provisions of god himself you're a new creature in christ jesus i can see and i can hear what my father is doing Can you, can you see and can you hear? Are there any seers and hearers today? you got to say yes right there. Don't hesitate for a moment because you can see and you can hear. See, the new covenant is a place not where you've got to be taught, but we want to get to the place where it says that no one needs to be taught anymore because we all are anointed and we all walk in the full, mature manifestation of who we are in Christ. Now, what do we do? What do I teach? I teach Jesus. I teach him. I don't teach other stuff because when you've got the anointed one, you don't need a teacher anymore because you see and you hear and you're walking fully equipped, fully matured, And you're stepping it out every single day of your life. So what do I teach you? Principles, ways to live. I teach you Jesus. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. You can see, you can hear, you can walk in the supernatural every single day of your life. All right. Proverbs 29, 18. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. When people can't see, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, see, this is a a case of people who are believers, but they're not walking in revelation. There is revelation. He has revealed himself. He's not withholding himself. It's not for a future date. It's now. Now. Can you see now? Right now. I want you to see, Joshua. I have given you Jericho, its king, and all of its mighty men. I want you to see, Carl, I want you to see now that I've given you London and I've given you a 200-mile radius and all the people in it and to possess and to dispossess every evil thing and to bring the glory of God into this region so that all nations and tribe and tongue will say, Great is our God. Yes. Do you see that? Do you see that? See, Because what you really do see is determining so much of what you're doing today. 2 Corinthians four eighteen. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. But, but, but you can't see it. Yeah, but you fix your gaze on the unseen. But, I mean, I can't see it. See, you've got spiritual eyes and spiritual ears. Fix your gaze on the unseen realm. Look what it says. It says, for the things that we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see, they last forever. See, the things that are now are temporal. They're they're carnal. But in the unseen realm, it's eternal. And you see, every single thing that exists began in the unseen realm. Faith operates in the unseen realm. Faith calls things that were not as though they were and calls them into expression. But before you can bring it in, you got to see it. Can you see it? So before you can possess and remove that obstacle from realizing God's perfect purpose in your life, you've gotta see that it's done. The, the verse that Kenneth Hagin wrote, right? Whatsoever you believe, you gotta believe you have it, then you get it. You gotta believe I got it, then I get it. Don't you get it, then you have it? No, you gotta believe you have it, then you get it. Now that seems totally backwards, doesn't it? But you gotta believe that you have it. You gotta see it done, and then it's done. So it's really weird, but there's, the kingdom's just backwards. It's upside down. But you got to believe, I got it. Oh, you don't got it? Look, it's a mess. No, I got it. You don't got it. See, my son, he, he had hip perthes, developed this silly little hip perthes disease. I never even knew what that was. But it's a non-traumatic something that happens to the hip, and blood flow stops the hip, and literally the joint starts to decay. And so his bone was just rotting inside, and it was ruining his hip. And, and so we had to they said we might have to do hip replacement we might have to do all kinds of crazy things but right now he's a slight young guy so let's just keep him off his hip and see you know if he stays off it sooner or later it's going to the blood's going to start to connect but it could take 2 3 years and maybe by the time he's 18 we'll do a hip replacement and i went what i was like how dare the devil attack my child and i remember one day we we're praying in dylan's room we we're praying and, and i literally was like i got it's like i got sucked right into his hip joint and we we wrote down all the bone scriptures right and we wrote down none of my bones are broken none of my bones will be touched all my bones his word is life and health to all my bones we wrote down all the bone scriptures and we would confess them and it was like one way you want to say it, it was like i was taken right into his hip and i remember dylan he went oh like what something happened and we both went something happened and from that day he was totally healed i saw it totally healed but the next day, you know what, he limped. The next day, I had to carry him to his classroom. The next day, I had to pick him up. The next day, I said, hey, Dylan, stay off your hip." But you know what, that moment, he was totally healed. And we declared from that moment, you are totally restored. Then we went back to the doctor a few years later, and he did all kinds of movies. He says, well, he's probably not going to be able to do this. Oops, well, he could do that. Oh, probably this. Oh, he can do that, too. He's probably going to have trouble. Oh, wow. Well, he can do all that stuff, too. And I said, in Jesus' name. So, you know, but we had declared it done before we saw it done but we believed and we were not shaken. And said, it's gonna be done. Amen. This is gonna be year 2022, it's done. And we're gonna see things, we're gonna declare them done. We're gonna believe for stuff, boom. We're gonna walk in faith and do incredible stuff. Genesis 13, 14, 15, I love what Zach was sharing today and he didn't even know what I was talking about either, but so good. And here's Abraham, right? Lift up your eyes, now look from this place where you are, north, south, east, west, for all the land which you see, all the land that you see, I will give you. In chapter 15, he's sitting there all grumpy in his tent, you know. And it's all grumpy. And God comes, Abram. Abram, not Abraham, but Abram, I am your great reward. I am a great God. And Abram went, whatever. He said, what's wrong? What's your problem? Where's the promise? You made promises to me, and I'm not seeing them. So God said, come out of your tent. And some of you got to come out of your tent some of you have been sitting in a tent of self-pity, sitting in a tent of, where's the promise? Where's the... God wants to pull you out of what you've been seeing. He wants you to pull you out of the limitations of your sight, and he wants you to pull you under the canopy of his glorious realm, and he wants you to look. You know what's amazing about that? If you look at Genesis 15, you know when he told him to look? It wasn't at night. It was a sunny day. And in a sunny day, God said, look at the stars. That'd take some faith, wouldn't it? Because later on it says, and then when the sun went down, he had that little exercise with the sacrifices. Can you look at a sunny day and see stars? Yes, you can. See, in the natural, you say, I can't see no stars. But you know what? Are they there? Absolutely. You might be saying, I can't see any stars. They're stars. It means you got to look with a different realm. you got to look with. See, he had to be willing to see stars on a sunny day. And it says, and he saw and he believed, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Boom, let's move on, Pastor. By faith, how'd the walls of Jericho come down? By faith. How'd they come down? By faith. How are those walls gonna come down in your life? By faith. How are things gonna shift in your experience? By faith. So we're gonna be people who see in here, I'm gonna go fast, because you're probably, how many are feeling a little bit cold? It's starting to move up your tailbone? Thank you for that hand. Okay, appreciate that. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and being convinced of what we do not see. See, see, faith, faith lays hold of and faith declares stuff it can't see. Have you been around people that are annoying like that? They're just they're just not living in the practical realm. They're they're just deceiving themselves. I mean, how stupid is that? I'm healed in Jesus' name. (laughs) I don't have a limp. What's wrong with that person? I mean, pastor, they're just self-deceived. I mean, you you know, the Bible says if you're gonna live in faith, you declare things that aren't as though they were. So quit stepping on somebody's parade, and just if you don't got the faith to believe, stay out of the way, and just go, sure. Stay out of the way. Don't throw in your nonsense and try to bring me back to the realm of your senses. Because I don't sense it either, but I see it in the spirit, and I'm calling it into manifestation. You see, it says we don't walk by sight, or that means by the senses, we walk by faith. See, we don't walk by sight. Well, I walk by sight. We don't walk by sight. So what he's saying is we walk by faith. So he's saying in the faith realm, it's nonsense. If you're going to live in the realm of faith, it's not sense. So to walk in faith, sometimes you got to sound like he talking some nonsense. Now if you're not talking some nonsense, maybe you've never been willing to step in the faith. Maybe you think that Christianity is just a little band-aid to get us through this messy world till we get to heaven. You know, faith is just some little thing I lean on just to help me through my miserable day. No, faith is something that you use. Faith is something that comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith is something you activate by seeing and hearing and speaking with your mouth things that are not. So faith has to work, and faith does work. But if you're people of faith, you got to start declaring things that are not as though they were. Well, I don't like that stuff. Well, it's in the Bible, I mean, we really got, this is a year where God is saying to you, you're going to see and you're going to hear things. And I need to partner with you because that's the way I set it up. Man is going to do stuff in the earth. That's why Jesus came as a man. It's still the plan. Incarnation is still the plan. Therefore, you're going to see and you're going to hear. And you're going to see and hear because I want you to speak. And I want you to speak things that aren't as though they were. And watch me bring you into a realm of the supernatural like never before. Hey. Just look around and say, this is going to get awkward. I've been around people that are just confessing stuff, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm really tempted to say, yeah. But then God says, shut up. Yeah, you know, I, I had this young man, Zach Sloan, came into my office like eight years ago, said, I, I, could I have an appointment with you? I want to sit down. I really want to share some, I want you to give me some input on my life. And I'm like, oh, okay. So really no experience with this fellow at all, but he comes into my office and he sits across from me. He says, I want to be a pastor. And I'm like, so now what Zach didn't see was, are you, are you out of your freaking mind? You are crazy. There's not a chance. I don't see that at all. Are you? He just saw. <laughs> and you know, right away, when, I, when he said that to me, immediately the Holy Spirit said, shut up. And I went. And all I got from God was shut up. Because God was saying, you know what? Don't you dare speak anything that will quench this young man's vision said, worse than murder is to destroy the vision of a young man. And I said, oh, God. So I just smiled and looked at Zach and went, yeah. So what are you doing now? Well, I'm in school. Stay in school. And that was it. I don't know if Zach remembers that, but it was. And, you know, today I'm like, you know what? I was looking at Zach. See, God doesn't look at the outward. He looks at the heart. But I was just looking at a guy who I thought was pretty introverted and kind of awkward and nice person and all. But, dude, pastoring's a beast. But now today, what I saw today, what I'm experiencing, the the way he feeds my life, the way he pastors me, you know, the way he gives me his Thursday thoughts, and I'm overwhelmed, and I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Am I ever glad that I shut up? You know what I mean all right all that stuff all right Luke chapter 5 1 to 11 really quickly here's what Jesus does when he wants to bring some partners into the miraculous realm so he says it's time for him to pick his disciples so he's walking by the seashore and he saw a bunch of guys that were mending their nets they'd been fishing all night and caught nothing and they're mending their nets why are they mending their nets They're washing them, they're oiling them, they're stretching them. Why are they mending their nets? Because there's an expectation that we're going to catch fish sometime. So he sees these guys mending their nets and says, Hey, you guys, could you for a minute let me use your boat? Ah, man, we just fished all night. We're exhausted, but... uh, (laughs) Sure, did. you know, you can use, it. he says, can he push it out just a little bit? Sure, so they push it out, anchor it off. Jesus steps in the back of the boat, and he starts preaching. So awesome, because across the water, he could preach to a large multitude, because the water was like a, an acoustical amplifier, and he could minister to so many more, and so he's, and you know what he preached on that day? He preached on the seed and the sower. We know that when you study the Gospels. He taught on the principle of the seed and the sower, and Mark says, if you don't understand the seed and the sower, you'll never understand any of the teachings of Christ. And see, if you don't understand that, if you don't get a grasp on how partnering with God is a big, big deal, you'll never understand anything. So that's what he taught. So he taught that, and he's teaching that, and then all of a sudden he says, hey, fellas, here's what I'd like you to do. I want you to go back out, take your nets, and I want you to go cast your nets over, and I want you to get a haul of fish. And Peter's like, oh, gosh, who is this? Wasn't this guy a carpenter? dude. My whole family, for generations, we fish this. We fish at night, we clean the nets, and then we go have a snooze. We come back, we fish tonight. You don't catch fish during the day out here. But then Peter went, you know what? I've been listening to you for a while. So, mm, you know what? At your word, I'm actually going to do something that's unconventional. I'm going to do something that I've never seen before. I'm going to do something that's not customary for us at all. But I'm going to do it at your word. Why am I going to do it at your word? See, his word so impacted him that he went, I'm going to do something unorthodox. I'm going to do something different. See, a lot of times, faith, if you're called to do something in faith, and we're going to talk about that next week, where how are we going to deal with Jericho? We're going to march around it and shout. That's how an impossible structure, an immovable structure is going to come down by faith because we're going to have faith in what God told us to do and we'll believe that he will honor that. So there's times where you're going to have a breakthrough because God's going to ask you to do something that is unorthodox. He might tell you to go over there and spit in somebody's eye. And you better know God said that if you spit in somebody's eye. (laughs) Amen. I've tried. So. So, but Simon answered, said to him, Master, we toiled all night, caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, we will let down our net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish until the nets were breaking. And they had to call other boats, come and help us. Oh my goodness. They all had the biggest catch of their lives. And they said, this is awesome. Our world has shifted. We are super duper fishermen. We can catch fish anytime. No, what they got was a revelation of this guy is a source, a divine source of unprecedented principle of life, of provision and everything. This guy, this, they gave up the whole catch and they followed him because he said, I am going to make you fishers of men. But to make them fishers of men, he wanted to give them something. He wanted them to see the miraculous. He wanted them to have something that would so impact them that now to be his disciples, they've got to be willing to act on things that seem like nonsense. They got to be willing to live in the unseen realm to bring in manifestations of God's purpose today. Folks, the next great thing isn't God getting us to heaven. The next great thing is heaven filling the earth. And we are called to do it right here, right now. So real fast, real fast. Are you ready? Just eight observations just to help you a little bit, all right? Number one, you got to have some expectation. Is anybody expecting something great this year? If you're not, please step up the realm of, ec- well, you know, I don't know. If it's as good as last year, so will be all right. I'm not expecting much, you know. Well, stop it. These guys were mending their nets. They were stretching their nets. They were oiling their nets. They were getting ready for a catch. What are you getting ready for? What are you believing for? Hey, there's got to be some expectation. Then there's participation. Sometimes when God wants to do something great, he first asks you to do a little. Sometimes for something big to happen, it's like, can I borrow your boat? Just push out a little. Before he tells you to push out a lot, will you push out a little? And sometimes that, that test that gets you through to the realm of the unbelievable is, will you do a little? Will you bake a cake for your neighbor? Will you pay attention to what's going on in your neighborhood? Will you love the person you work with? Will you see where you work as an opportunity for God to be manifest? Will you quit being grumpy on Monday and celebrate another opportunity to reveal the kingdom? Participate. Get engaged. Get involved. Next thing is, there's an impartation. An he sat down in the boat. What did he do? He talked. Get an impartation. God, I don't know about you. I was trembling today. I was trembling. I was literally, I could feel like God just pressing in in my life, in my experience. Something changed in me today. I felt like I got an impartation for 2022 right there in the front row. I was like, whoa. Anybody else? I I was just like, ah, something's going on right now. <laughs> Something is happening, and so I just—I got involved. I got engaged. I said, yeah. So you got to do that. There's an impartation. Next, forget the past. You know, if you have an image of empty nets, if you have an image of never catching anything, and you know, if that image is so powerful in your minds, you'll never allow yourself to believe for a net-breaking catch. You know, a lot of places right now, I read all kinds of articles. I get all kinds of stuff sent to senior leaders and pastors and blah, 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 blah. It says churches have been crushed through this pandemic. All kinds of churches are for sale. I mean, we went from averaging over 300 people on a Sunday to last year we averaged 108. There's a lot more watching online and all that stuff. You know what's really incredible, though, is that our finances went up. And our finances go up every single year. It's just amazing. But we brought in more money last year than we ever have. And it always just blows my mind. But I pray for that. I ask God for a figure, a weekly figure, and I call it in every year. I'm not, I'm not, it's not I call it in from you because it's unbelievable the way God blesses us as a community. It comes from so many different places. And suddenly checks come in the mail, things come, and I'm like, man, you know what? And I get a figure. I call it into manifestation and say, Lord, we're doing this, so I call it in right now. I can't see it yet, but I'm calling it. I'm declaring what's not as though it is. And God's been faithful every year. You know, even years where I go like, well, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to make it. And Cheryl says, shut up. I went, amen. It just amazes me. You're there. Cheryl's wrapping up the books, closing things out. I said, so what happened? She said, man, we're actually way ahead of last year. I went, what? Isn't that amazing when you got faith for it, but when it happens, you go, what? It's like they brought up a lady who was blind. I prayed for her. I go, what happens?" She goes, she can see. I went, what? Because, you know, you do the man-sized job. He didn't say just lay your hands on the sick they shall recover forget the past I'm going to forget looking at taped off pews people with masks on while I'm preaching that's going to be something that I long to forget because I'm believing for oh we got to start a third service because we can't get everybody in It's just jacked up down here. We gotta plant some more churches. Woo! I think a lot of people got broken down by what they can see, but you know what? We're gonna forget the past, right? Turn to your neighbor and say, forget the past. All right, next thing, you gotta get beyond yourself. We toiled exhaustingly in 2021, and look, still these stupid empty pews. I'm exhausted. we toiled, we'd done it all, didn't get a lot of results, but at your word, I can see net breaking. I can see that what we move into, it gets broken. It just gets wasted because the crowds are ridiculous. Look, can you see that? Alignment. On the grounds of your word, let's line ourselves up with what he's saying. Let's stop looking at what we see, CNN and CTV and all the rest of that nonsense. Let's align ourselves with God's network. Number seven, you will experience. You won't be disappointed because Jesus said, I only see what the Father's doing. And I declare those things. And what he's doing comes in the manifestation. So what's the Father doing? You have eyes to see and ears to hear. Boom. Experience. Number Aid, dependence. And here's where it all is so wonderful, is because it's not about you hyping yourself up. It's just simple... Faith, it's a rest in God that it is done, right? John 15, 5, I'm the vine, you're the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So how does the tree bear fruit? We're going to bear fruit this year, everybody. Get ready. Are you ready? Everybody, you ready? Get on the bear fruit voice. You ready? Ah, ah, ah. What are you doing? I'm pushing for the fruit, pastor. You know, I abide in him. He abides in me. Fruit happens. Because I trust what he said And I believe that all Peter did He he didn't go Okay fellas Let's let the nets down special today Let's do a Let's do a Holy Ghost tossing the net Not like we've done before But let it be a holy event This time we will cast the nets With great expectation Careful now You ready Hallelujah No they just threw the nets Like any other day It wasn't in their ability To throw a net God can speak fish They threw the net and God said, Fishies over here. And suddenly they're over here. And they all swam. Hey, guys, over here. It's in this net today. We're supposed to jump over. God speaks fish. God speaks whatever your circumstance is. He speaks that. He speaks to that too. Does he speak to this pastor? Yes, he speaks to that too. He knows how to speak into your circumstance. He knows how to bring transformation to your world. One more. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ. You don't have to try to fulfill it. It's done. All God's promises have been fulfilled where? In your ability to read enough Bible. All God's promises are fulfilled in your ability to make sure you come to all 10 seasons of prayer In the morning, read it, listen to it, and type a comment, then you will get your breakthrough. That's not true, but you should do it anyways because you love your pastor. I will know if you love me or not. (laughs) Little manipulation there, okay. so, But listen, all the promises of God are yes and amen where? Not in your ability, not in some special activity that you've performed. They're all yes and amen in Christ. Well, is healing in Christ? Yes. Is prosperity in Christ? Yes. Is healing from my broken relationship in Christ? Yes. All the promises of God are yes. And they're yes in Christ. And your only responsibility is to say, amen. And what is amen? So be it. See, when a little girl got a, a, a job description, which was give birth to the king of creation, give birth to the son of God, and she said, uh, amen. Amen. She said, so be it. Let it be unto me according to your word, which is, amen. This is going to be an unprecedented year of ridiculous breakthrough, miraculous signs and wonders, and supernatural advances. And all those things are going to happen because they are all fulfilled in Christ Jesus. What do you say? Amen. Amen. Eyes to see, they're from the Lord. Ears to hear, They're from the Lord. It's innate. You can do it. Please step into this year and say, you know what? I'm going to activate my spiritual senses like never before. And I'm not going to be bogged down in the sense realm. I'm not going to be ruled and governed by what I see. But I am going to see what God wants me to see. And I'm going to hear what he wants me to hear. And I'm going to partner with him in the miraculous. This is going to be a ridiculous year, 2022. Come on, stand up. Hey. What time did this service start? I'm supposed to be done at 11.15, so I was close. I was close. Thank God I went really quick. It's like Cheryl and Zach took a long time, though, right? Took a lot of my airspace. It was real good, though. This is a really good service to revisit. I don't know about you, but I'd like to listen to it again. I want to go back and listen to what Zach said. I want to go back and, and hear what Cheryl said. And I know I want to go back and hear what I said. But it's good because faith comes by hearing and hearing. And, and we're a corporate community that wants to move ahead. Amen. I bless you in Jesus' name. I bless you in Jesus' name. I command health to just, from the top of your head to the sole of your feet, to just vibrate. I command any cursed thing that's trying to attack your body to go right now in Jesus' name. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. And so I declare right now that this year that even tomorrow the nature of every circumstance of struggle has shifted you are seated with him in heavenly places you have a divine perspective you are not under the circumstances but you are reigning and ruling in every circumstance we command the kingdom of God to come into full expression everywhere you go I command your families blessed I command your relationships blessed I command your careers blessed I command your hopes and dreams blessed And I command you to use those eyes and to use those ears to see and to hear and use your mouth to proclaim and call those things that are not as though they were. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen. Well, God bless you folks. Love you bunches. Love you folks online. What an amazing year. Don't you feel like a good start right there? Hey, they feel you? Hey, good stuff. You know, I'm not sure. Are there people assigned to pray for people today? Is there people assigned to do that? Is there? there is so if you do need prayer I'm going to give you some space distance if you do need prayer there's people ready to pray for you but otherwise hey God bless you happy new year and I'm just believing for ridiculous stuff for y'all God bless you